BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. It's only like 10,000 people that are going to listen to it. I'm not ready. You're very scared of being, you're, you're, you care a lot. I get, I care a lot about what people think about me because you care a lot about what people think about you. And it's all my fault. So, yeah. So you just need <laughs> to get a little bit more fuck it in your system and enjoy yourself. Do you okay. Need- Is it too late? <laughs> I mean, it's a little bit too late. Do you want to get a glass of wine? No. Have Maybe. You, have you already had one? No, but I'm also I see an empty glass you. next to you. What? That was from another day. I don't know. That was from an hour ago. No, no. That's another <laughs> lifetime ago. <laughs> First question, what's your favorite wine? <gasps> a buttery Chardonnay. Are you serious? Yeah. That's my least favorite kind of wine. Well, well clearly you don't take after me in that a regard. Slutty buttery shard. Buttery shard <laughs> is my favorito. Why? Because it's buttery and it's flavorful. I call and- that... New, Newport Beach mom juice. You don't know. You were a baby when we had our vineyard. Mm-hmm. Spent all that wonderful time in Napa. Just me, dad. Sorry. Best time of my life. But oh well. Why was it? <laughs> but oh well. <laughs> How often? We could talk about Napa for a minute. How often did you guys used to go up to Napa? Well, every couple of months anyway, I think. We'd go up for a long weekend when we had the vineyard, for sure. It was hard because we had... All the kitties. Yeah. How did you do that when there were so many kids here? We just, you know, said there's food in the fridge. Don't let any strangers in and then we'll see you on <laughs> Sunday night. <laughs> Anna? No. No. But you brought uh, all of us a lot because I, because all the home videos, there were a lot of us there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't remember exactly how often we did it. It wasn't often enough. What was your little like routine? What was the vibe? Tell us why it was the best. So... The best times were when we went alone, obviously, <laughs> duh, and going to all the, I mean, that, okay, so that was the time before Pasadena, okay, Pasadena had the Chronicle, Maldonado's, Monty's. Oh, Monty's. Monty's, and what was that, Heckles on South Peroques, and, and that was kind of it. 
We that have, was, by the way, we have less than that now. Well, well, <laughs> we have Houston's. <laughs> yeah, the, the, that's it. There's Parkway Grill. So then we would go to Napa and we would just between the wine tasting and which was so simple then because you just now it's become a production. The restaurant, the food, everything was so wonderful up there. And then honestly, when Parkway Grill opened, that was the big revelation in Pasadena. Hmm. What made you such a foodie? Well, I always liked to cook and Chuck liked to cook. We had company a lot. Did Daddy Pete ever cook or just Momo? Momo. Yeah, my mom. But I always loved cooking and baking with her and, and gardening with her. But yeah, so then Pasadena, then suddenly Parkway and then the other restaurants started coming in and and it was and then we had places to go here, which was great. Do you feel like dad opened up your like you were a pretty simple lady before that and your ex-husband wasn't like a big food guy at all? I don't think when you were just like a single mom with Spencer, it's not like you were going to like ravishing restaurants or even had the finances to do so. One night a week, uh, I'd pick him up from preschool. And you'd go to In-N-Out and, and you'd take your hair out of the bed <laughs> and, we, and you guys would no, share. No. Just we, for context, we, we, everybody, my brother ever. Spencer is really <laughs> the yes. love of my mom's Stop life. Stop it. It's not true. <laughs> I is love my children equally. I literally, if I literally <laughs> if I had to give one of you up, I couldn't do it. I'd say, take me instead. I love you equally. And then you'd say, take me instead, looking at both of us. And then you turn around and be like, take me. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. The way that Davide trolls you for being obsessed with it's that hysterical so no funny. no no what was the thing no 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 when he was talking about i don't can we say when you his mom his god bless his mother was dying in the hospital and, and she and she asked for the other brother when you and davide were there no 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 that was oh my god no when she was in the hospital she was sharing a room with a woman who was dying and this woman she 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 passed away a couple weeks after this, but she was having like a really like lucid moment. And she was saying, and it's so, we were in a small room with her and her family, but she was saying over and over again, Alfredo, Alfredo, Alfredo. (laughs) And the daughter was there and the daughter was like, it's me like Rebecca, you know, whatever. (laughs) And she was like, Alfredo, Alfredo. (laughs) And then then they, and the daughter started getting frustrated. Like, hello, I'm here. And then the mom kind of snapped out of it and then she was talking, but it went on for a while and it was like very sad and very uncomfortable. And we walked out of the room and Dominic was like, that's exactly what your mom's going to do. And she's dying. Spencer! Spencer! <laughs> Freeman, Spencer! Spencer, Freeman! Freeman, Freeman, Freeman my Freeman, doggy, Freeman. Freeman, Spencer, Freeman says it. But mom. And I'm going to be like, say, mom, I'm, I'm here. here. I'm here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I'm the Spencer, one that's Freeman. been tending to you this whole time. <laughs> Mom, I'm the one you've been living with. Mom, I'm the one who brought you here and has been washing you every day. Spencer! Where's Spencer? David is very funny. Now, the funniest is when he makes fun of you. So my mom walks around. The ha- my mom, I don't know. You never type. You always do talk to text. Why don't you ever type? Oh. You never use your fingers to type. Well, I'm a little short of things, but if I have something to say, I just speak. Why would I not speak? Why would I not speak? It's so much funny. This is when dad used to do it. Anyway, so. Oh, that was always bad. He, that, he, so no, bad. no. Because I would hear him in the driveway going like, text P. And then he would be like, <laughs> I'm going to go to the go- motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> do you know that only like, the last text, the message voicemail I have, he was calling me from upstairs. Oh, he was yelling at me from upstairs. Where's my phone? It was a voicemail. He left me. He left you a voicemail saying, where's my phone? Yes. On his phone, fo- from his uh, phone I, to your phone. It's on my phone. It's a voicemail. 
he would call me and left a message saying, where's his phone? Where's my phone? And lots of swear words. I can't find my phone. But I heard him leaving that voicemail. So then I yelled up the stairs, Chuck, it's right by your bed. Oh, oh, okay. You're talking into your that's, Oh, my God. That's the voicemail, anyway, I, last voicemail I have from Chuck. Super romantic. Yeah, it was very romantic. So my mom does talk to text into the phone all the time. <laughs> so you constantly just hear her walking around. <laughs> she'll stop, she'll be walking, and then she stops in the middle of nowhere. And then she'll just be like, remind me. And then send, I need to. And then she does all the reminders. So you always hear her just like, so Davide will always troll her. I'll like walk by her or like we'll be sitting at dinner. He'll pick up a phone and go, hey, Siri. Remind me in 20 minutes to tell Spencer how much I love him. <laughs> Remind me tomorrow about how much I love Spencer. No, no. The funny thing is, too, he that does. true. No, no, no. It cracks me up because you're so loud. The house shakes. When you're talking and then I'm on the phone and you go, I just, I won't do the volume because it's so loud. Mm. You're so, so loud. You're walking around and I just speak in a normal voice. Getting back to or what, where we started. So we know about how much you used to love your moments with Spencer. Shut up. <laughs> no, what, it was, that was with the, how did your dad get you into food? Were there like, would you guys go to restaurants a lot? And by the way, when this was happening and you guys were dating, I'm sure he was taking you to lots of restaurants because you guys always went to lots of restaurants. Were you like wooed by that? Were you like, oh, my God, we're going like out to dinner. You you like dressing up and doing the whole thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We loved cooking and we like and and we loved going out to dinner. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Good answer. So we just wrote Nancy Myers. That's so cute. Do you have a favorite quote? Yes, I do. What is it? There was this two shuttle pass that's on you. Yes, I have that tattooed. This two shuttle pass is the best. It? I think wasn't that one? Because yes, every situation you come to that's very traumatic and difficult, it it will it will pass. The pain of it will pass, not completely, but it certainly will pass and get better over time. Quality sleep is one of the most crucial forms of self care that there is. Every doctor, every functional medicine doctor, every OB, every mental health coach, every psychologist, everyone that we had on this podcast. When I ask at the end of the podcast, what is your non-negotiable for a healthy, more fuller, better life? Everyone says sleep. And let me tell you how I enhance my sleep. We have the hatch restored to on our bedside table and it is my bedside sleep guide. It is my ally in rest. The innovative all-in-one dream machine is a sophisticated sound machine, light and alarm clock, beautifully designed for your bedside table. Good rest allows you to be the best version of yourself, which is why the Hatch Restore 2 was engineered truly to help you form healthy sleep habits for life. The Hatch teaches your body when it's time to sleep, when it's time to rise because it has light and sound cues and it coaches you through meditations and mindfulness exercises that transform the time before and after sleep into restful rituals. There is no waking up to a raging, horrible, alarming alarm clock. And listen, when I put this thing, when I set it up on our table, I was like, what is that? I don't need that. I'm fine. Transforming the time before we go to bed has transformed everything. It is such a gentle ease into the night and such a gentle ease into my day. It's just a beautiful, 
beautiful part of our life, truly. Right now, Hatch is offering our listeners $20 off your purchase of a Hatch Restore 2 and free shipping at hatch.co slash best. Sleep deeply and wake up gently with the Restore 2. Go to hatch.co slash best to get $20 off and free shipping. That is hatch.co slash best. Hi, guys. It's Jordan from the Balanced Blonde Soul on Fire podcast. On my show, we go deep on all things astrology, awakening, motherhood, channeling, healing, and so much more. A few years ago, I was diagnosed with chronic Lyme disease, and the healing journey I embarked on at that time set me on the path to radical awakening. Let's just say I had no choice but to change my energy, and that opened me up to the most beautiful healing of my life. On my show, you can expect to feel like you're sitting in my living room chatting with old friends. Tune in every Wednesday to connect and hang on the Balanced Bond Soul on Fire. Someone wants me to tell you that you're fabulous. Thank you, honey. You're fabulous. Beth. You know what's funny about you being fabulous is that I don't think I can't remember any other time. Oh, two times in my life. I've seen you go to a nice store and buy something nice. One, I made you go to Ghost. Oh, that was the chicest store on Robertson. Because I was like, you need like, because no, you're always like a hand-me-down TJ Maxx. You love a bargain. I've never seen you like spend money on yourself. My mom does her own nails. She cuts her own hair. I have cut my own hair for years. You don't cost anything. No, I, I'm basically <laughs> free. Yes. Because you used to dye your own and hair. And then I used to and cut, cut, your cut own Chuck's hair. hair too. His hair and his beard forever. So You've never had hair. like a bag. That was me that got you into, but me, quote unquote, getting you into purses is me was like, you know, at the elementary school I went to had a family that had like a pretty famous purse brand mm -hmm. and they would give you back. But like you never even like I bought you that St. You don't even wear that St. Laurent bag I got you. Yes, you I, I do. I, I switch them up. You know what that's from, Pia. You know. All right. You tell me what. Why is that? Because you came here on a boat. And yeah. when you got here, the guy that was supposed to set up everything with Daddy Pete fucked him over. We immigrated from Denmark. At that time, you could take out $50 per person. My dad had that women's clothing, tailored women's clothing business with mom. So I, I know he's looking down on you thinking here you are in the same business of making women's clothing and naming them women's names, which in the trunk that I have upstairs, I have dad's old patterns and, they're, and they all have. Where's that trunk? In your closet that big trunk on Davide's side. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the st steamer trunk that we we had, we, we brought over, but it's full of dad's patterns, which you should look at. And everyone hasn't had a name and, and all his customers are handwritten in there. And then we came here and, I mean, when I think back on it, you, you know, everything's a little microcosm. We moved to Canada, Toronto, and then we came to Altadena. I only knew my own little world. Yeah, and it was all very, very frugal. And that's what I knew. Then when I ended up going to locking out of high school at 16, we moved. It was a different world. Just 10 minutes away from Altadena and eight minutes away to locking out was a whole different world. I'll tell you something right now. This is a very segregated part of Los Angeles and it's exactly the same right now. Think about the difference right now economically. Mm -hmm. That eight minute drive from yeah. Altadena, which is now being ragingly gentrified. Yeah. It's the same thing, that eight minute drive, but it's still that way. It's still, so. It still is. It is. And so I, I, hate, I hate waste. I don't like waste. You know, when you'll, you'll throw things out and I'll say, well, we'll, we'll, we'll my mom will say, let's give it away then. Let's so give it away. Long. Not food. 
But everything you like, no. you're like always like, oh, I'll eat that for leftovers tomorrow and we can save that. This is our biggest. But it's a throwaway. It's a throwaway. Difference. It is a throwaway. This is the biggest hardship in our relationship, not. I think. That's the hardest part. I'm because I'm sure disposable, disposable society is not the word. I mean, it's a disposable time, disposable society, disposable uh, where just throw it away, throw it away, throw it away. I, I want to make use of everything. If, if there's something I can give to Salvation Army, I don't mind giving things up as long as they go to someone else who I know will appreciate okay. it. Okay, okay. By the way, everything I rehome is being rehomed. All my clothes. The issue with you is that you'll be like, I'll take it to Salvation Army and you just never will. And That's so, not true. 100 fucking percent. No, it's, it's not. Yes, it is. So things just get, it's a lot of unfinished because you're busy and you're, you, I'm you're all, very like squirrel. And then like you follow the squirrel somewhere. And so there's squirrels are lovely. Because <laughs> so people always ask, what's the hardest part about living together? It's that I think you and I are fundamentally extremely different people when it comes to just like stuff. And were those two things, I think, were so different that those those are the things that make it hard. Like if I think about all the times that we fight or the times that I get frustrated, it's literally just I wouldn't say that we even fight. No, but the bad ones since we've moved in here have literally just been about stuff and about me being like, can we please get organized and clean? Like, can we please get like a clear slate? Yeah, I want to open a cabinet and see there's a there is a book. There's a book. It can be a life changing book. Byron Katie which is an odd name, wrote a book. Nobody's names are odd. My name is Pia. No, well, Byron Katie. You, one would think it would be Katie Byron, but anyways, Byron Katie. She wrote a book and it's called Loving What Is. This has been an instrumental book for me. It's so important. It's how we look at things in the world, the things that happen to us, the things that people say to us, everything. It's how we look at it. It's how we choose to deal with it. Totally, I she, implement that. Yeah, so I read that and, and Grandma Robio, God bless her, would make lots of that's so funny I was gonna say I didn't want I didn't know if you want to talk about it but I was gonna say you must have you're the biggest human in your life that must have been a challenge for that was great oh, she, she she just really loved was it always, dig in a shitty comment she was all she always would and, and that's why Chuck had such a hard time because he would she would say negative things to him and I, she said to me one time and I think this is important to share in general she said you know Chuck doesn't say he loves me he won't say he loves me. And I said, well, I'm sure he loves you, Anne. He doesn't say that he loves me. And then at some point, several years into our marriage, and I, and she was talking about it again, I said, well, do you want to know why? <laughs> she said, you know? I said, I kind of do have an idea. What? I said, I, you know, I said, you know what? Anne, you're wonderful. I, I love you. You, you come from a, a good place. You have a big heart. But you say things to Chuck that are so derogatory and that cut him down so deeply that it makes him feel like a little five-year-old. Oh my God, being as soon punished. as we'd walk in the door over to her house, she would, it, why are you wearing that like that? Or why does your hair negative, look like that? And he would just negative. shut down. Yeah. I mean, it, he had, there was so much about him to be proud of as a, as a mom. When, when he got a scholarship to go to SC and she's, well, you can't go to college. Nobody in our family's gone to college. Well, yeah, because you're only- She your, said that to him? Yeah. I mean, your grandparents- Grandma Arobio, Chuck's parents, grandparents on both sides immigrated from Italy, northern and southern. That was the point of them moving here. Yes. To enjoy all of what America can allow. So I said, 
I know you don't realize it. I know you don't want to hurt his feelings, but you, you say things to him that really cut him to the core and you just don't even realize it. If you could just think of the old adage, if you can't say something nice, don't say anything at all. You would have your son back. He'd be calling you more often. He would say, I love you what again. Did she, say to that? she goes, well, I should be able to say what I want to say. And I fucking I, forgot. That's what she said. What a fucking cunty response. Well, okay. sorry, Grandma Romeo. Sorry. Rest yeah, in sorry, peace. Sorry. I love this woman. Sorry. But she just was because a, she she just dug she, in. That's, that's what her how her she mom treated her. She said, but, I should be able to say and I said, what I want to say. I said, you know what, Mom? You can say whatever you damn well please till the cows come home. But it's not going to get your son back. What are you back. fixing? What is, what's not, happening? It's not going to get your son back. It's not. So I'm telling you, you feel your son is distant from you. I'm telling you why. It, it, it's a very simple fix. So then the loving what is. So I read that book and I thought, okay, that's right. It's up to me how I, if, in any, and this is a life lesson for everyone. Every situation, it's how you approach it. It's how you view it. It's how you handle it. So when I thought, okay, I'm not going to let her comments bother me. I'm just going to go straight in. I've stopped in front of the house and I'd say, okay, grandma's very fun. Sometimes she has a great sense of humor sometimes. And I'm going to go in there and I know she's going to be in a good mood and she's going to be, well, I really feel that my thinking of her in a positive way and and saying to myself, well, there there might be some little negative barbs in there, but I'm not going to let them bother me because that's just her reflection of who she is has nothing to do with me. Her comments about me are have nothing to do with me at all. And that really made a difference. I could go there and leave there in a much happier place than I did before. And in the end, she just, she wrote me a note a month before she died saying how much she loved me, what a wonderful daughter-in-law I was and how just how special I am. And I think a lot of that had, well, that was her goodbye. That was her goodbye unknowingly. I mean, subconsciously. She wrote you that? Yeah. It's a, it's on my desk. I kept it on my desk. She wrote you, she, what she said? Oh, it was a note for nothing. It was a note to say how much she loved me, how much she appreciated me as she her daughter-in-law. Her? She gave it to you in person? No, she mailed it to me. You mailed you a note? Yeah. Huh. A month before she died, just to say, how much I meant to her and how thankful she was, was of what so a good wife I was right for, for Chuck. Came. I, wish that she I know that was just the saddest, but, but we went to visit her and you held grandma's hand yeah. against your tummy and Carmela kicked her little hand. And yeah, so they, they had their little moment there where they were a little few inches away from each other. And, but anyway, <laughs> yeah, because for those that don't know, my grandma was a damn Gemini, which is why I was scared to have a Gemini. So their birthday, grandma died what month? February, March, April. Yeah, it was four a month before Carmela came. February 12, 12. So it was so close. And my grandma would have been a hundred. She would have been her a hundred. So, and she said, if I can just make it till this baby's born, that would have, we would have that I mean, multi-generational photo. Have, you would have yeah. seen a hundred year old, you know, know, holding. A, I know. They're exactly a hundred years apart. Yeah. To die for. We should take Carmela to visit her grave. Yeah. We haven't, we don't, we haven't done We that. haven't done that. <laughs> well, Carmela wouldn't know that we're there yet. So. <laughs> She'd say, okay, we're at a park. It's really nice to put off all those things. You know, we have like a couple, it's like, I remember last year we were like, oh, she's one. Like, we don't need to do that because she doesn't know what the fuck is going on. And now we're two. And we're like, oh, she's two. She doesn't know. <laughs> <laughs> we were just going to be eight. She's going to be like, I know what's going on. You have to take me to the pumpkin patch. If you're a long time listener, you know that I have been drinking AG1 for years. I started drinking AG1 daily 
when I asked one of my girlfriends kind of like why her skin was so glowy and why her stomach was never bloated. And it's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create smarter, better ways to elevate the baseline of your health. I recommend AG1 to all my family and friends because most people are not getting what they need on a daily basis. Most people don't put themselves first. Most people are tired and get sick a lot and are bloated. So it's really important to me that my mom and my husband and my friends start their day with a truly foundational baseline of all the delicious nutrients that your body craves and needs. I notice when I don't take it, I can tell the difference pretty instantly. It's an absolutely incredible product, which is why I've been using it for so long and recommending it to you forever, which is why we always have a fabulous deal for you because AG1 really is the supplement that I trust to provide the support that my body needs daily. And that's why they've been a partner of mine for so long and why we always want to encourage you to try it. So if you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 because it really starts with AG1. Try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash best. That is drinkag, the number one, dot com slash best. Check it out. I'm so excited to share once again one of my new favorite skincare brands ever, which is Oak Essentials. Oak Essentials is a line full of luxurious products that really work especially if you're trying to achieve that natural, no makeup look. I love Oak Essentials because the products are so delicious and clean. Like the Moisture Balm is this incredible nutrient-rich balm that supports collagen production and delivers serious hydration for this luminous glow. So especially on days where I don't wear makeup, I put that on and I am just, I just walk around like so confident. For daytime use, a little bit goes a long way. Apply generously in the evening to lock in moisture as you dream. It's a beautiful definition of beauty sleep. The balm will make you never want to wear makeup again. And I also love the conditioning lip balm that is like in every single bag that I own. The lip balm is a nourishing, antioxidant, rich, packed lip balm that plumps and conditions your lips. And with winter just around the corner, Oak Essentials Conditioning Lip Balm is the perfect addition to your skincare routine to fight up chap lips in the cooler weather. It's a beauty necessity that I use day and night. I add lip liner to it before I go out at night because I will not put anything else on my lips at this point. It's just delicious. It is shea butter, safflower seed oil, aragon oil. Oak Essentials is the go-to brand for radiant and glowing skin. And my followers get 15% off your first order when you use code BEST at checkout. That's 15% off your first order at O-A-K-E-S-S-E-N-T-I-A-L-S.com, promo code BEST. Whether you're starting from scratch or filling in the gaps, Oak Essentials gives you one less thing to worry about. Treat yourself because you deserve it. 
Okay, this is really cute. You know who just FaceTimed me was Whitney. Whitney's one of my Fitness. best childhood friends from elementary school. So she, that's why I was like, who's FaceTiming me? And I just said, I'm recording a pod with mom. Everything okay? She said, yes, I'm calling to share an idea for the pod. Maybe you've already talked about it, but blended families, each of your perspectives on that experience. Being a step-parent is a big job and you are the only child of your parents. And with such older half-siblings on both sides, it makes for a unique, interesting experience. Sharing the highs and lows, perks and challenges, et cetera, how that experience made you uniquely you. Thinking about how special your mom's relationship is with her stepsons and their daughters and and kids, all of their kids, really. There's so much to dive into there. I'm sure it wasn't always easy in those early days. Winnie's so fucking thoughtful. She's wonderful. It's so wild to have a friend like her. because no, she's, she's so, so special. She's so, it's, she's very deep. You know, it's funny when she met, when Dobby Day, when they first would meet, he would be like, oh, Whitney, like, <laughs> <laughs> because she's also like my silliest, most fun friend. Like I've had those, some of my silliest, drunkest, most fun, wild, goofy laughing about really like, she's so goofy. And he didn't get to see that side of her because she just wanted to get to know him so bad. So she kept asking him like questions. He'd be like, he "What? Like, what he would be like, why is she asking drilled? me these questions?" Yeah, he would be like, <laughs> he would be like, "Winnie, like she put her hand on my shoulder and looked me deep in the eye and said, but how are you really?'" And he's like, "I don't know. I'm trying to smoke my cigar." <laughs> she's she's very. She, she's very deep. She's a special, special. I do think you have a good perspective on blended families, and it comes up a little bit when you know there's been also divorces with some of my siblings or one of them and divorces with other people in our family. And obviously a lot, you know, you are divorced and dad was divorced, but I do think you have a unique perspective because you always talked about how incredibly, I mean, you also, it's not like there was like one or two children. Like you had three, had three. very strong. They were strong. Stepkids with an ex-wife that was not trying to kick it. It's a tough one. And we made it through. Yeah. That's tough. What was your approach there? Well, think about it, Pia. I was only, I was 32 when I got married to debt. Really? Wait. Yeah. In in 82, I was 32. And so imagine that with the three stepkids that were 15, 13, 8, and Spencer was 7. And it was a lot. And then you came along four years later accidentally. Stop saying Um, it was an accident. All I wanted was a little girl. it was a blessing that came accidentally. Okay, so you we, were a blessing that came accidentally. You were an accidental <laughs> blessing. You said that you wanted. No, we were talking about should we have a child together? We better decide because Spencer is t- going to be twelve. You know, are we going to start over? We had to make a decision. I think we talked about this in the recent in the the other time. But so I was going to go to the OB and get a checkup anyway. He says, "Well, get a prescription for Clomid then, and and you know while you're at it, and and then we can just because you were." Not, I, I not just, trying and it wasn't No, I happening. can't. I don't get pregnant. I didn't get pregnant. I don't get pregnant. What do you mean? Now you I sure get don't pregnant. get pregnant now for sure. But what no, a shame because how fun would that it, be? We that would be really fun. Call a father of the bride part too. Uh, yeah, right. That would be fun. Uh, no, anyway, I didn't. I would have to take Clomid in order to get pregnant. So for four years, Why? I didn't use. I didn't really ovulate or something. I don't know. I'm sorry, don't what? Maybe you have fucking PCOS too. Well, oh, Karen, now. Oh my God, you... <laughs> No, I no, I want error. But think about that. Hold on. And that's normal. And I'm not blaming you. For no, anything. no, I'm not. Don't what blame I'm, me for everything. No, what I'm saying is how much we don't deep dive into things that are going on with our body. Like you just were like, oh, yeah, I can't get pregnant. And you kept it moving and you took Clomid. And you had, but like, I'm like trying so hard to get to the root of like, why? 
And for so many. Maybe you should just take Clomid. Bada bing. Well, Bada boom. I don't. Oh no, Carmel's coughing. Call the doctor right away. Call Carmel, the doctor don't. right away. Carmel, I coughed two times today. Oh my God, she's in there playing with her bunnies. Do you hear her? <laughs> <laughs> she's in there collecting her bunnies. bunnies. Carmela, go night night. Carmela, it's 8.30. Go night night. Oh, sorry, mother. I didn't realize it was so late. <laughs> I'll shut my eyes right now and go bitty bye. You're so funny. I went in for the checkup and, and then he said, oh, well, when was your last baby? What was the reaction? And I was pregnant. I was pregnant then at that appointment. What so was, was the reaction from my four loving siblings when you told them that you were pregnant? Well, <laughs> one we person to, was quite happy. We don't need to name names. One here. person was very happy. Let's just put it in the positive. <laughs> one person was very happy. Okay. We had one out of four. Who was the one? We're not going to name names here. We're not going to. We named names before. No, I think we're not going to. Who was the one person that was happy? You can say it's okay to say somebody was happy. Spencer. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) He was so excited to have a sibling. Yeah. Yeah. The rest. Not so much. Well, they already had each other. They didn't didn't have a need to have another one. Well, I also was a physical manifestation of their parents' divorce. You know, nobody. You could say that. What do you mean? I could say it's literally what it is. Yeah. They were well, not into that's it. That's why you can say and it. And then they were mean to me until I became an adult. And then they were like, oh, she's and cool. And, all now chill. They, and now they love me. Yeah. And you now think. they call me. What are you talking about? Well, you can make that assumption, but do you well, know that for sure? Yes. The text <laughs> messages I receive once every few months <laughs> allude <laughs> to the fact that there is some sort of relationship between them. <laughs> No, I'm joking. Yes, we are all really close. No, we're good. We're good. We're good. You know, uh, we're very close with all of their kids. Yeah, the kids. Yeah, and the kids. Come because over the grandkids here. were born after Chuck and I were already together, married. And for yeah. so for, this house was. That's the, why it was so for the grandchildren. For I'm, they, you know, we're the we're, I'm the grandmother anyway. Yeah. So that's why that's why it was so important for me to. We've got great grandkids to have the house because. It felt very like if we lost this, then all those moving parts don't have like a center. That was sad. That one time Max came in the house and he stopped and he was sniffing around. I said, what, Max? He said, it doesn't smell like grandpa anymore. Oh, my God. (laughs) Cigarettes and scotch. (laughs) And his Tuscany cologne. Yeah, his Tuscany cologne. You know, that's still sitting on Davide's little sign. It's cute how Davide kept so many things of dad's exactly where they were. Mm Mm-hmm. So many of the things in his closet. I mean, yeah. So cute. Yeah, but it's nice that they all want to come here and that this is their little. And you have to give her that we still have Christmas here. How cute was Christmas here last year? It was the best. When I made everybody go around and say what they're grateful for and everybody cried and held each other. It was the other. best one. It was really, really a good that one. That Christmas was the best one. This recent one. And then the, there was that one that. I'm not going to name names, but there ended up being a physical altercation between two of my siblings. Not, not. Was that the cake fight in the kitchen? No, that was really fun. That was between me and Spencer. That was so fun. No, no, there was one where it was like India wanted to go home with somebody. And then um, my two of my siblings got into like a fight. About, it wasn't physical, oh, yeah. but there was yeah, like a little yeah, bit. of. Yeah, yeah. And dad was sitting outside smoking a cigarette. And I was like, are you going to do anything about this? And he was like, they need to work it out. Like he was really like, mm. this is the, this is years of shit between them that they're getting. Mm-hmm. Like he was really cute and cool about it. But that, that speaking of Whitney, that was funny because... That night, someone 
dad used to get so many presents at his office. It's so wild because I would never think to bring a present to my dentist. Yeah, the, his, but people loved I'm him so seeing his patients. much. I know you and guys that when were we such ran a into family. the other day down there on yeah, San Marino, I, so I said, cute. "Oh, Nancy, I remember." Yeah, I loved his patients and all the. I miss seeing all those people so much. The presents, and so somebody gave him, which is a random present, espresso patron, mm. and so. It was sitting out. So after dinner, we were all taking shots of espresso Patron. Oh, that's right. So everyone was like drunk, but like turned up. (laughs) (laughs) Wide awake drunk. And and we were having the bet. We were like laughing and dance. It was like the best night. And I, Whitney, you know, because so often on Thanksgiving and Christmas or Christmas Eve, you know, whatever of our friends always would come by afterwards or if someone's family is still raging. We'll go have a nightcap somewhere. Like that's always been like a really fun part of how I grew up. And Whitney was like, what are you doing? And I was like, we are having, this is the most fun Christmas ever. Like we're raging. This is the best. You got to come over for a nightcap. And then she came just as everybody started fighting. And we, <laughs> and, we <laughs> and we like hid in my room. <laughs> And she was like, oh, my God, did you hear what he just said? I was like, oh, my God, it was great. Oh, my God, it was so uh, funny. All families have that, you know? Oh, my Every, God, it's totally normal. Yeah. Oh, my God, Adam just wrote Pasadena. Hi, Adam. <laughs> Do you know that he's on the Tournament of Roses committee? No. I know, it's so funny. He's really leaning in. How cute. Oh, my God. I remember going to a friend's house in fourth grade because I switched schools And her mom had this really fun dinner activity where she put out a bunch of different fillings and opened a Pillsbury Crescent roll. And we got to like put whatever we wanted in there and baked them. And I remember going home to my mom and being like, why have you been denying this room for me my whole life? If you haven't thought about it, if you're a busy mom like me, if you're just a human, Pillsbury Crescent rolls are just to die for. And you can really make these side dishes a main dish with any ingredient you want. Like it's truly as easy as fill, bake and roll. It's the easiest thing to give your picky eaters and just like move on with your evening. So, you know, oftentimes we do pizza night over here and we'll do like little crescent rolls with various pizza fillings. You could do broccoli and cheese, which is like really one of my favorites. I also like to make them for dessert, which is so fun. I just put like cinnamon and a little bit of monk fruit and apples in there and you have like an all-star dessert. But truly on a busy night, if you need something to whip up super quickly, being able to just open up a Pillsbury Crescent Roll and fill it with whatever is in your fridge is heaven on earth. And it's endless. You can put a million different seasonings in there. You can put hot sauce and chicken. It's just fantastic. They have a million recipes when you go to their website. Listen, weeknight recipes are as easy as fill, roll, and bake. You can go to pillsbury.com, like I said, for tons of recipes. They have chicken, bacon, ranch crescent rolls, ham and cheese crescent rolls. You can find Pillsbury in the dairy aisle. It's dinner prep in 30 minutes or less. Find more weeknight dinner recipes, like I said, at pillsbury.com. Three greatest accomplishments so far in life. Let's just do one. Spencer. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, Pia. Wait, wait. Number two, Freeman. 
Number three. Yeah. <laughs> no. Wait, wait, wait. Spencer. P- no. Well, no, I, I don't know. We've talked just... about this. It would definitely be Spencer Freeman, me. <laughs> but now that Freeman's like, I, I, I'm sure actually it'll switch to like Spencer Carmella, me. Carmella. Carmella. <laughs> no, 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 funny Carmella. He's <laughs> a nice girl. Carmella troll. By the way. So rude when you call her a troll. No, the little Danish, cute little Danish oh doll Oh my God, trolls. Whitney just said, I remember hiding in your closet during World War III in your house. <laughs> <laughs> when people were screaming at each other and I was like, this is a nice cardigan. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, that's funny. Oh my God. <laughs> that's funny. What, actually, I'll ask you this and then we can oh. probably wrap it up. Okay, so this person is asking what your three greatest accomplishments in life so far are. But I think we should skip that. And oh my God, Whitney said your dad was involved, but he also didn't want to be involved. It was intense. (laughs) 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 What is something that you would like to accomplish with the, with the, my remaining days? I was going to say your remaining years of your life. My remaining days. My remaining 24 hours. So dark. How about By the way, one? you're turning 75. Shh. Why do you always make me year older? Girl, you're turning 75. I'm not. What year is this? 2003. I'm always the year that it is. 23, 73, 24, 74. Oh, shit. You ever, I pound this into your brain. You always make me so you're year turning older. 73. You're trying to make me feel older. Oh, you're messing with my, oh, senior abuse. Okay. You're messing with my mind. You're the, mm-hmm. uh, this, they're the most pampered Nona in town. No, yeah, no. Hold on. You're only turning 73. Oh, God. Are we all witnesses here? I just said this is 73. This is 23. I'm 73. You're currently 73. Yes. So you're going to be 74. Not 75. Oh, my God. I was fully planning on a big surprise party, but I'll just put that off. To you would year. just wait another year. <laughs> this is not a big Because we had that big, big fun party for you when you turned 70. That was great. What is one thing you'd like to accomplish with your remaining days? Years. Days. Years. <laughs> How many days do I have? <laughs> By the way, I think you have decades left. I might have decades left you to haunt you. You have decades okay. left. You're thriving. You're in perfect health. I you, am so, thank you, Lord. You I am in good health. I am in good coffee health. Coffee intake and lack of exercise and malnutrition lifestyle. Hmm. I don't, I don't know that I have the answer to that. It's wild. You should Say probably work on what that was in it your again? journal. What was, what's something you want to do? What, I wouldn't do ceramics again. I'd like to drive cross country in a, in a cute little trailer with my best girlfriend. Cute. I'd like to. We got to go to Denmark. Would really want to go back to Let's Denmark. Do that I'd like to rent Michelle. a house for like a month, a beach house in Samahus. For a month, summer house, beautiful language, a summer house, and okay, and then yeah, I really want to do that. Ceramics. Do you want to date I anyone? Love my gardening. You know, it's not something that I think about all the time. I I'm, do for you. I'm quite satisfied in my life, and I mean, if if that happened, great. But it's not something that I'm looking for or wishing for. I think it's you just, should look for it, and here's why. You're such a caretaker. You're never going to get out. Like you, I am even, that. you even doing this, like, which is beautiful, but you even putting those trees in those two pots and put, playing a little thing. It's like, 
these that, that's using been your... the cray hook, my crochet hook to separate the little sprouts on the plant that before I planted them. The forward had a pop up, and they had they bought a bunch of black olive trees, and then the pop up was over, and they needed to get out of the space quickly. And someone from forward, you know, these are my friends and coworkers for like ten years, was like. Pia, I know that you love these trees. Will you come? Do you want them? You just got to arrange to pick them up and you can't keep the pots. I'm like, great. So we bring them here. Then my mom goes to like three Home Depots to like find the right. We bought pots, brought them home, too small. Then we had to like get them in front. Then, you know, when you plant something, it looks really nice to have a covering around the base of the plant. So what did you pick? What are they called? Dichondra Emerald Falls. They also have Silver Falls. So she had to go to how how many places did you call to find the dichondra? I called like 10 of them because Armstrong was out and I was short six plants. But then this nice fellow at Armstrong, La Cunata, said, I can order more for you. Great. But the ones that had been in the pot for a while, because they send out those long shoots, they had nowhere to go. And they were circling around the top of the plant inside the, the, the little plastic container so i took my crochet hook <laughs> yes yeah, so my mom's been in the kitchen for four days laying four out newspaper yes no. because it's been like you bring one in well and because you do i had to like, oh, special order some more yeah but, so then but I, I took them there. out of the pot and i could see that they were all wrapped around so i took my crochet hook and i just gently separated them where they were all intertwined around because anyway these are to, the very cute things that happen here all the time that are very normal and adorable so now, they, so now those little, st- those, now those little long pieces can hang over the edge of the pot. Was mom all like that? Mom was great. I had a very sweet mom. Well, I know, but was she like very, like, did she plant to the detail that you did? Well, no. Yeah. No. You plant more than anybody that I know. Outside of like Richard from Flamingo State. Oh, love Richard. You're like the most. I love plants. 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 I are... love plants. <laughs> I love plants. <laughs> okay. I think we can do one more question. How did, did you know at any point the Davide was the one for me? Oh gosh, the one, I can't say it. What? No, there was one thing that you said when one of the many times that you were off, you said one thing and then that I. Spit it out. You said, you were talking to Michelle or somebody or Heidi or whatever we here. We were just talking about the things that you liked about him or or whatever, what you would miss about him. And you said it was the best. Sex I read? Yeah. I told you that? You told me that. And so then I thought, well, that's a damn shame. <laughs> <laughs> to let the one that, that, that you had the best sex with, that's a shame to let that go. <laughs> but then you ended up with him. And so then I think about it sometimes. Oh, and my. I, and then I, <laughs> No, when I say no, I don't think about it sometimes like that. Oh my God. No, no, in in this respect, in this respect, it's so funny. I'll go away for a weekend and I'll come back and I'll say, okay, did you have fun? What did you do? She goes, no, we really didn't do it. What do you mean? I left for the weekend thinking you were going to have this wonderful time alone. No, because we don't have a problem with that. So it's not like when you're gone, it's not like we're like, yeah, we're like jackrabbits. Like we have our, we're like, oh, God, well then I went away so you could have this nice private time. And then I thought, I'll what do you mean you no, didn't do we're anything? We're not like that where it's like, she's gone. Now we're going to like <laughs> ravage each other. Like life just continues. But I think that's actually a good sign of how much you don't, like how much we coexist together. That when you're gone, it's not like we're like, oh, now we're free to be who we want to be. By the way, you and dad were doing your fucking thing all the time 
with the rest of us all down here and the door <laughs> locked up there. <laughs> this has always been how so. you know what, but honestly, we we have worked it out together. It honestly it it is it just happened to be the right I think I tend to be, as you say, nurturing and sort of kind of malleable. And so you're I cannot you're, imagine you living long because I don't know what you would do with your days because you are you, so you're more on the line, mm-hmm. you know, and then Davide is Sicilian enough said, and then, he's <laughs> so, a loving, wonderful man. No, he that. is. I don't mean it in a negative way, but he he's he's intense with his emotions. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's an, it's a good thing. I love him. He's it's a good oh, thing. Yeah, you're like a very even keel. That's what I'm saying. I'm even keel. I'm kind of like the little. Yeah. And so I, I kind of go with the flow, which I think is, is fine. There, there are there are plenty of moms or that would be, you don't tell me what to remember, you know? So, yes, 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 yeah. yes. And I'm not that way. But I also feel, I was and talking so, about this with somebody whose mom came into town the other day and he was complaining and he was like, you know, we talk about this all the time. If you spend, and this is, I think, a, I don't know, whatever. There's, by the way, loneliness is like the, I've had that. That's bad. Well, it's, well, it's scientifically proves to, it's, kill, to it, age and kill people. Exactly. Exactly. Dizzy, you know, we've had, yeah. I've done podcasts yeah. on this. Yeah, yeah. But so outside of it being you just being alone, like I just don't see the benefit of you just like being alone all the time. There, you've been in this house with so many people for so long that to take that away from anybody. Yeah. I'm so fortunate to be able to I mean, stay. I'm sure there's part of this, like, I'd love my, and we'll get you a Nona Casita, but I'm, but even if we did, I think first, I think the idea of you, I think you, I think you probably are like, oh, I love my own little cottage and my own little thing and da 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 da. But part of me is like, unless you, especially with like how expensive everything is. It's just like, where would you get a place that had like a garden that you, I don't, I don't know. I know. Yeah. Literally to be able to, there's just like, and that's that's the other thing that makes this kind of work too, is that I still do the garden stuff. I still do. I know when the sprinkler is in trouble. I know when that thing's not working. I know where to turn off the water. I think that also helps give you a little bit of like purpose. Like I can't imagine. What I'm saying is how we compliment one. one You didn't know where to turn the water off at the back of the toilet the other day when it was. I didn't. But by the way, so, but I'm a girl. I mean, I would have, I'm talking about. No, I'm, I'm, I'm talking about, like, about that we all, issues. I think that we all kind of compliment each other because I take care of those things. You take care of your things. Davide does, it takes care of things. Yes, that, but what I'm that, saying outside of that, because you spent so much of your life taking care of dad and then five kids and then grandkids. It was always in my dad's office and the whole thing and did yeah, it. If you were in like a condo. You know what? I, I enjoy my friends. I enjoy my work friends. I, 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 I'm I like, enjoy what would my mom do all day long? Yeah. No, I, I have so many friends from work, girlfriends that I, that I love and enjoy and those friendships and my other, I just have lots of, I have lots of friends. I have a lot of, well, remember I do. I have the girls over when you're gone. Anyway, I'm thankful for my friends. I'm thankful for my family. I'm thankful still for being here that we all work it up because I, I think also think it's, it's nice. You do have friends over, obviously, when we are here. And I always think those conversations are so nice. And then when we have our dinner parties, which is usually at least every other week, it's like the other night you were sitting talking to Emma 
And I was like, God, what a great conversation they're having. Yeah, we had a nice She conversation. was wonderful. Or yeah. when you talk to A-Side or when you yeah. talk to Tremaine when he's over here. Well, I you love know, talking to him. Or yeah. like, it's so cute to see, like, it's nice. I think it's so healthy for everybody to have conversations with people. And at the same time, I go to my room a lot of that time because I just want you to be able to have your own party too. But then people are nice. Says, where's your mom? Where's your <laughs> yeah, mom? Yeah, nobody wants that. You do it's, that. It's cute because then the moms, then they come in and say, where's your mom? Yeah, nobody, uh, nobody wants you to do that. Yeah. But, but I just try again to, I think it's, that's, I'm just trying to show you respect that you can have a dinner party without me always being there. You know, like that's your dinner I would, party. That not for one second does that cross my mind that we don't want, like you're a part of our, yeah. I was, who, I was talking about it with the girl that does my nails yesterday. She was like, your, your mom was with you. I was like, yeah. And she was like, that's nice. And I was like, my Christmas card is me, my mom, my husband, and, and my, or, and my baby. Like, it's like the three of, it's like, yeah. where it's always like the four of us. It's yeah. cute. I couldn't imagine I could the same way, like when Momo was alone and I would freak out about yeah, it. Yeah, that was. I'm also just not comfortable with you living alone. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many ways my mind went on that one. No, it makes me sad to think about you being alone. Yeah. But maybe you want to be alone. No, no. As I said, I'm I'm totally grateful to still be here. I, I am. I enjoy my garden. I enjoy doing everything. And, and I... And I feel like, again, I think it's a good balance because I do things that you don't have. Where the are time we going to put all your roses when we put the Nona I've already there? Was, I'm labeling them. I've labeled them the ones that are the best ones. And the, where they... We should put them in pots. And then we'll put them in pots. Yes. And that'll look pretty. And then we'll put the pots around. And then we'll put the pots around or or plant them on the strip. Of, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing... I've already... I'm labeling them now while I still have roses on them so I can remember which one is which. Mm. Okay. All right, I got to go. No, I have to go. <laughs> I have to go first. No, I have to go first. No, no, I have to, I know, I have my to take somebody tan. to the airport in the morning at and four I have in the morning. To pack. And I have to record the ads for this podcast and turn them in. Hmm. You hear the Chi Chi snoring? <gasps> Where's Nutella? She's already on your bed. Oh, yeah. Tell her, tell her, She's fluffed it all up. She's, she starts on your bed. She pulled, yeah, she, 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 her, all her 20, 120 pounds or whatever, she pulls, scratches, and What's digs it. What's the favorite up into dog of all the dogs we've owned? Raymond. I did love Freeman. But Cindy Bear was, was oh, no, the, Cindy Bear, Cindy was, Bear was darling. She was she never left the yard the whole time we had her. We had no fencing. She never left the yard. Cindy Bear was in all of her best. nine, ten years. Golden Retriever. But she, she never there. like cuddled or anything in the No, she didn't even want to come in the house. She laid the bottom of the stairs. She was an outdoor dog. She just that was by choice. So weird. she never wanted to come in. I sleep sucking on Nutella's mouth. I'm tired of dog hair. <laughs> I am so tired of dog hair. I adore Nina, but those short little white hairs that poke me in my feet and they're on every piece of clothing and everything black. I'm so tired of dog hair. And it's impossible to keep them off of everything. The hair floats around in the air. I love them all dearly, but the dog hair is like over it. I don't even notice it. Oh. <laughs> I'm the one with the rollers, the tape rollers and the I just the like go places the- when I drop Carmel off at school, like the first week. The her teacher was like, "How many dogs do you have?" Yeah, she literally said upset. she didn't even say what kind of dog. She said, "She said, how many dogs do you have?" Because I was wearing a black sweatshirt that had the fur, different colored fur from all the dogs. I was like, "I have a lot." Yeah. I'm okay. I have to go. Okay. Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes this week's episode of Everything is the Best. I hope you enjoyed it. Please rate, review, subscribe, all that stuff. Maybe leave a comment. But remember, shitty comments are for shitty people. 
Go ahead and follow me on Instagram at Pia Barangini. And I hope you have a fabulous, fabulous rest of your day. Love you. Ciao. note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.